Welcome to On Tuesdays We Co-Work, where I am co-working my way around London with my partner in crime, Home Slice, Boss Bay. I think we get it, can we crack on? <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to On Tuesdays We Co-Work. I have recently redone the personality test that we went into depth on about six months ago now. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember or if you have listened to that episode, if you haven't, go back to it. Um, we, it was such a crazy it episode. It was a crazy episode. <laughs> we basically compared our... It was a funny episode. Yeah. We had done the personality test, both of us, past in previous experiences in our life. I think I'd done it six months before the episode. Mm. And then we did it again right before, like the day before that episode. Mm. And our personality types had changed. Or had your, one, your one yeah. changed and my one ch- like hasn't changed in the past six, seven years yeah. at least. Because I remember I was doing mine back in Hungary and it was the same that the results I got a couple of months ago. Yeah. When we did it for the podcast. And then you said that you in the past you had one personality, type of personality yeah. based on the test. And then just before when you done it for the episode, yeah. something completely different came up. And then yeah. also I think we touched on the guys that we were dating or yeah. we were dating. You were you were still I, we can still... say it, you're still dating and I'm not. <laughs> One relationship burnt and the other one is still alive. It's, it's still going. Um, and yeah, and and then that you just... So, I think I said it on your stories. Yeah, the only reason I redid it, because mm. it's funny, I saw that change and I was like, wow, that change is so great. I knew, like, I felt like I changed and I knew that it changed. Was just, just to clarify. Last so, time. Yeah, so this person test, it's called 16 personalities. Yeah. And I think they have four subsec like sub segments and then within the four they have another four person types yeah. right yeah four by four yeah. yeah that's it yeah and um in the past past what, what were you so first I was a console yeah which is very into pleasing others mm. um but a lot of it came from very for me and for what it was saying is a sense of like wanting to be accepted, wanting to be like yeah, the insecurities. Yeah, and... wanting to fit in. Then I became commander six months ago, which is very much about leadership. And then I think we were we both very much like yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like but that was what it was just... about. I think it was talking about entrepreneur. Yeah, and just someone has a clear vision and not afraid to going for it, and has yeah. clear direction and strategies and steps, and kind of like a firmer and not so not as concerned with um. So I remember it was something, just, we were so shocked because it was something about like aesthetics versus, not aesthetics, but like the change from fashion to mm. fitness. So it was, it was saying it's very consuming, you're very consumed by self-development. Yeah. Um, as opposed to other things, anything that was sort of yeah. linked to the fashion side of it. So the only reason I actually did it again now, because I actually didn't think naively that I would be different now mm. like I just kind of thought oh yeah commander's who I really am it was almost like I was yeah. like oh before I wasn't actually fully grown as a person I hadn't found my true self but now I have and I'm a commander for life like mm. that was kind of my outlook really, yeah. subconsciously and so I'm doing my life coaching qualification and nearly finished now and then they wanted us to do these tests and to reflect on it so I did it again and it changed again. <laughs> I loved, I love the dramatic point. <laughs> <laughs> I 
actually didn't mean to be that extra, but it was an accident. I forgot what I was saying. I thought we were going to feel like, let's get back to our, you know, off, off to the adverts or something. That was so extra. I was like, my sassiest moment. But yeah, so okay. it's changed again. So within like a year or two years, Leela, you, you're on a third person. Basically, I am completely split personality disorder. But no, I, I don't think so. Like now, like put it all together, probably this is where you were heading or who knows that it has stopped yet. But... <laughs> I'm going to run out of personality situation. Like, if we can imagine that if you evolve within growing, it's not going to go from black to white or like yes. you know, one one end of the scale to the other. Mm-hmm. And so anytime if you take a snippet, you know, during the process of growing and evolving... Um, that it should be different. Does that make sense? It's just different, you know, like if, if you you transformate, if there's a transformation, and you can imagine like from a, a little seed to a massive tree. Yeah. During the years, if you get a snippet, it's going to be different height, it's going to be different width, it's going to be different strength. Yeah. So probably on that state, you had to go and, and you were very much focusing to, to, to gaining those qualities and strengthening those qualities that you were for the to be the commander and now you have that so now you're building on top of that or around that yeah and that's why it's changing yeah so which now kind of makes me doubt myself <laughs> well no because obviously I was very much the same we'll get back to that as well but yeah. um but I think I was like I re- was really happy who I was and I was really thinking that that I was very much like going inwards and I was always I felt for like now looking back that probably I was growing within the same spectrum, as in like within the same area. Yeah. I felt like I wanted to keep, go Get deeper really with, at, with, yeah. with free, you know, being creative, being whatever, because I was, um, or I am, or I don't know, because I haven't redone the test yet, um, a campaigner. So I think I was just working on those skills. Yeah. Although if I would have got out my comfort zone, which are you preaching and you are doing and thinking outside the box, then you're going to, you know, without doubt, gaining gaining new qualities and strengthening new new qualities and and um, does that make sense? Yeah, side and, of you. And in all seriousness, obviously, I I kind of joke and on Instagram, I did write about how it kind of scared me. I won't lie, but mm. it just shows that there is so much potential for change and fluidity. But I think I've just from hearing you speak, I've realised what it was that scared me because I don't know why I felt this kind of. I didn't like it. The first time when it changed, I was like, happy. This yeah. time I felt annoyed. And I don't know why. But now I think I know because I felt that that means when I was commander, it was like leadership entrepreneur. I took that as like, okay, great. Now I'm the person I need to be to achieve what I want, which is to obviously be an entrepreneur and have my mm. own business. So this test is reaffirming that I'm the right person for the job. I can do it. I've yeah. built myself to this person. When it changed to what it is now, I thought, which is not such a leader personality, I'm like, oh, that means I've lost those skills mm. and I'm not the right person for the job anymore and I don't have what yeah. it takes to be what I want to be. And then I don't know for sure how it really works, but from what you said, it made me think, oh, well, if I was that at one point, I probably am still, I have those I think you have, you have qualities, the part of it, yeah. But I've just I've added new qualities that are... And you're focusing on more qualities. And I think what you said about this personality type is... It's, it's coming from a serving point of view, and mm-hmm. isn't it? And giving, and so now I'm advocate, mm. and advocate is um, supposed to be all about like uh, 
serving others yeah. and um, their purpose is just trying to look for it. Because, like, you know, if you can imagine, then I'm not saying that, okay, because obviously the test shows who are you now. Yeah. And what your priorities are right now and what principles you live by right now. Yeah. So right now, you're not living on the principles of commander and stuff and that that whatever that yeah. came with. So when you had that, that's when you decided and came away from being a PT, having that, you know, kind of indecisive moment between fashion, between fashion influencer, fitness influencer, being a PT, being, you know, kind of that, and you just channeled and all your qualities and, and just focused everything that you were to finalise it, to cement it, to find and build the foundation and the strength and, and that core mission. So you needed that. So that what the, re- the test reflected, that those were your priorities. Mm. And now, once you know that you can do that, you are strong enough, you have those qualities. Now, that's not your priority. Right now, you want to find out what's the service that you want to supply, how you can serve them. <gasps> Does that make sense? I really like Bernadette's way of looking at this. I hope that <laughs> you're right. But, but, I like because, but I think it makes sense because right now you're not for you are growing naturally because you've already established those. But now what you have to figure out is what's your touch on this? How what's your product? What's good? You found out that you want to sell something. You found out that you know you want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. End of story. Now, what you have to find out how you can serve. So it was, that's your priority right now. And I think not I've like, found that out, haven't I? Just recently, mm, I've, I've identified what that is. Like you have your end goal. You, you have like a package. So right now, you are working how to fill that with a service. So your values, your priorities, everything is now focusing on service. So right now, that's your personality. You're not, you know, you might have to go back and when the business gets bigger and then you have to give out, you know, orders and you have to put system in place then you might have to go, you know, you might want to change and you're going to have a shift to a different lifestyle and different thinking that you go back to the commander or a different person type who is better with giving out orders and deadlines and stuff. But right now you still figure out the product exactly and just how you can serve and how you can give and what content you can put out there. Yeah. So it's interesting because there's a a paragraph here at the beginning Mm. and I take some things from it and it says, Advocates have an inborn sense of idealism and morality, but what sets them apart is that they're not idle dreamers, but people capable of taking concrete steps to realise their goals and make a positive impact. They tend to see helping others as their purpose in life, but while people with their personality type can be found engaging rescue efforts and doing charity work, their real passion is to get to the heart of the issue so that people need not be rescued at all. Mm. So that last sentence, because I'm like, I'm not really, to be honest, I'm not, I've never been that person that's always doing the charity things. Yeah. Not that I don't give a shit. Yeah. But that, you know, at school, there was always those people that wanted to fight for the cause. And, you know, I'm, I'm very not like that. I'm very much about personal. And yeah. It's not that you shouldn't help people, but I always come down to like, when people talk about problems and stuff, I come down to the root. Mm. So that last bit sticks to me because even with politics and, you know, at the minute, a lot yeah. of people, like, there is so much um, campaigning and uh, protesting and debating. And I have always sort of said that my views are slightly different because I always bring it back to the individual. Yeah. So with my things about the patriarchy and stuff like that, my episodes on that, I always think that we need to not worry about, like, not not focus on, like, what other people are doing to stop mm. us, but what are we doing to, yeah 
move forward and so there is no problem in the first place if that makes sense yeah um so that bit kind of made and I think even that just that bit as well already said that you already have the quality of a um what was the other one what was the one before your person type uh, command command you still have the the you know the little um aspects of it that it says that you're not just a dreamer but someone who can execute it as well so it's kind of confirms that you built on that already but now it's coming from okay but what are you executing and that's yeah. something i suppose that's... the shift in the, my purpose mm. is now about people whereas yeah. before like i said to you earlier when i was wanted to work in fashion and this doesn't mean that if you want to work in fashion that you're like this or that you're wrong or anything but for me it came from a place of like i need to be successful mm. i want to be like glamorous and have a certain type of life and it's just about I have to achieve this yeah. and now it's about I really want other people to experience mm. these things that I can help them experience yeah and and, and, and your life. success is measured by other people's success yeah oh that's so nice yeah it's, it's just it's really interesting and, and I'm really glad that you brought this up because although when I saw your story I opened the, the test on my phone and I had a thought of Did thing. I put it on my phone? I think it was on your story oh. yeah um and and I wanted to redo it but I just didn't have the patience you know sometimes you just feel that it's not right maybe yeah. after this podcast episode I feel it's it's, it's gonna be the day mm. um so as of like right now I don't know if I have technically or like provenly by this test changed yeah and um, but I think I've, I've kind of a little bit touched or dropped sentences, half sentences here and there, that for me, it's been kind of the toughest four or five months, in, one of the toughest four or five months in my life. Yeah. Um, as in personally, um, with myself, health, emotional and mental health, as in like physical, emotional and mental health altogether. Obviously triggering each other and yeah. going into this. Yeah, it was just a... A, a long long time and and looking back r- right now I'm I'm not saying I'm out of the woods yet but definitely going out and definitely feeling much clearer and, and much much calmer and and just I don't know in a better place definitely um but I think I needed this I needed to have like a proper earthquake and clear everything out mm-hmm. because I've always in school in Hungary and, and somehow I think I slipped into this stereotype from my perspective so I put myself I wanted to view myself because that's what I knew so clearer so in in Hungary I've always been very bubbly very outgoing obviously I was young as well don't forget yeah. that I think I lived it up until I was age 21 or two yeah um and everyone thought you know everyone thought of me as the girl who's in the room then the whole room is about that girl and then you know always laughs if if she laughs everyone laughs if she cries everyone cries and I was just very influential emotionally yeah um and and then once I started getting comfortable in London I kind of put because that, that was the role I knew that's what I thought I was and and I kind of went back into that role again and and wanted to kind of saw examples and obviously what you just see on a surface from from Instagram and social media, obviously everyone see that everyone's outgoing, everyone's out there and having fun in life. So I thought, okay, this is how I should do it as well. Plus this is who I am. And I was kind of putting myself in this box without actually listening to myself or seeing if I've changed. And what I think that this 
a couple of months it's just kind of plucked all the weed out and and it wasn't you know there was nothing wrong with how I was or who I was but I think it wasn't me anymore and I was kind of forcing a stereotype who I was not um but again I'm not quite sure if it would change the core of my personality in this personality test I know that what you've been through like has been really tough Mm. a few months but I really do believe what you've said there as a general ethos for life Mm. that adversity is when we uncover parts of our personality our true selves that we either lost didn't know were there or have just gained yeah so it's not even maybe about that you weren't yourself before and stuff but like we know that humans can grow I was actually listening to a podcast about neuroplasticity which is that our brains are capable of building new connections all the time so Mm. they can actually you know we can connect create new connections and actually build parts of our brain that were not really there before so if anything could be maybe that part part of each thing so maybe partly there are bits that you kind of lost along the way Mm. and you tried to fit in and you you forgot that were there and maybe there were bits that weren't there and you kind of had to grow because of this experience that you went through yeah um but it just it just proves that point that it's it's when things are tough it's when we go into fight or flight mode yeah that we really like gain these things Mm, no no 100 and and you know i don't wish anyone to go through it but it's I think it's nice to you know I had to I had like weeks I'm you know I wasn't fighting it I wasn't doing anything I just kind of was and then hoped well I didn't even hope I just didn't I just I just was and um, waited for the time to pass and things to change so I'm not gonna paint that I was like the yourself who was pushing through it because I wasn't really pushing pushing through it but as soon as I had a little moment I think I was was very you know kind of was ready to hold on to it something to grip and, yeah. and and get out of it but I think even with you know just saying you were just there you mm. just existed through the hard like that in itself I think we always wrongly understand the words of strength building strength and fighting adversity and all that into like standing up and like being like no I'm not mm. feeling this but that's not real life is it yeah. and when I talk about what I went through when I was a very different person stuff, it is those periods of sitting in it mm. that is all part of it as well. It's all part of growth. Yeah, I think that, that's what makes me questions like, of, like, what do I like? What's important to yeah. me? What makes me happy? But the fact that you kept going. Like, mm. we didn't give... Okay, we didn't move anything forward, but we yeah. didn't give up completely. Yeah. Because I'm sure you felt that way, but I know I felt that way before. Yeah. But you don't give in to that feeling. Mm. And that's character building in itself. Like, that's a period of when you look back and think how low you felt or how stuck you felt and you think, okay, but I, I didn't do anything then, but now look, here I am. Mm. Even that. That's yeah, like, and it's just like what you said about, you know, what you always say, um, strengthening that muscle or, yeah. you know, it was such a big, so probably if I, hopefully if I would go nearer to this kind of situation or then I would act differently because I know myself differently now. Um, but, but yes, yeah, to 100%, I feel that I came out of this situation with I'm not saying a different personality but it was just a very like these things just put a mirror in my face and I couldn't look anywhere else yeah. there no I maybe this doesn't sound good on paper to you this is not your dream life but that's just what you thought was your priority is not your priority and this is your priority yeah. and maybe some certain things sounds good and a part of you like oh yeah I want to try this and I'm like, no but what makes you happy and you yeah. really need to make sure that you make yourself happy and you feel you make yourself 
um, fulfilled. Well, it's funny because as an outsider, mm. like when you're saying you feel like, a, you know, you're not sure if you've changed your personality or not. Like at first, the last few weeks, like yeah. two weeks or something, I've been like, I keep saying like, oh my God, yeah, no. it's just so nice. Like I'm in shock that you've changed so much. But then it's only because you weren't yourself for so long. So I was going to say, actually, I think you've just got back to who you are. But I think you are different because before you were always kind of like doing, 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 doing for everybody, mm. for what you think you need to do for business and for everyone else. But you were kind of the last person yeah. to get the bread. Yeah. I don't know where that came from, <laughs> but let's just say the bread. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the last to get the bread. But now I think you're much more like, no, this is what I need. Yeah. This is what I want. No, it's... These come first. And you're actually like giving yourself what you want and need. Mm. I, I've reshuffled everything and everyone in my life. Yeah. And everything in my life. I, I don't know if it sounds, but in a most genuine way, everything in my life comes from me. Yeah. From, you know, it's not like, I'm the centre and then branches out rather than I'm branching myself out yeah. all over the place. And yesterday I had a conversation with a friend of mine and she said that she heard it ages ago from someone who said, oh, I don't know what was exactly, and I was I wanted to message her in the morning, what was that sentence? She said, like, stop reaching out. That's what she said to her. And then back then, what does that mean? And when we had a conversation, it kind of made sense, it was clear for both of us, but it's just kind of something is like, you know, you want to reach out, you want to fit into that person's life, you want to fit into that lifestyle, you want to fit into that work lifestyle, you want to fit into that social life. Stop. You put yourself together, make yourself whole and fulfill yourself and suddenly you find yourself in that social situation, you suddenly find yourself around those people, you suddenly find yourself in those work possibilities that if you working from within and fulfill yourself, then you can actually achieve much more than if you just like go in all the place yeah. and then suddenly you have nothing left in the center. Yeah. So when those opportunities occur, then you're not there to, to take them on because you're not strong enough, you're not healthy enough, you're not Absolutely. capable enough yeah. to, That's to, why to you, go in you with are it. your machine, you've got to look after that first. Exactly. So as, as I said, like you said that to me since I met you, but like I knew it's like oh easy to say yeah that you've was got, kind you've of got to experience it to know but it's until you have that little light bulb moment I'm not saying like you know if you say that like now it's always easy to say I completely get it because that's how I was yeah. and I was too scared to let go of all those things I was holding on yeah. to all the clients and I thought like okay I let it go and then I'm not gonna have anything left but in the end I still had nothing left because I drove myself into the pitch to completely burn out yeah um. So and to come back and, and yeah. had to build myself up. And I took some time when it was literally just me on my own, not talking to anyone and completely um, isolated myself emotionally and physically. And now I got to the stage that right now I'm still have loads of time to for myself and isolating myself, but I spend that time to grow myself and I read books that help me. I go to yoga, I go out, I go for walks Um which I had never done before, and and yeah. so really funny, my business is just better than ever. So Do you know, it, it's very funny because we have some very different stories and backgrounds. Mm. But actually, when you put it like that, that was the the kind of building blocks of my change. Mm. That obviously we know that was when I went through the breakup the first time, which was actually before I met you. Yeah, that 
that's when I really started to get into this growth and I, I started to change and I changed a lot. And then obviously it's kept going each time something's happened mm. or, or not. And now it's just become a process. But I was reflecting and I used to hate being on my own. Like mm. when I first broke up with Ben, I had gone from very, very dark place to straight into the relationship. I'd let it go just before I'd let some of the mm. bad stuff go, but got into a relationship where basically it was a hero thing that I had somebody to protect me and yeah. save me from having to feel the pain that I was feeling before. So it wasn't just, oh, I dealt with it. Like I felt so much better, but I thought because I dealt with it, it's actually because I didn't have to face it because I was staying at him, his every night, mm. he was staying at mine, and I just never had to be actually alone. And then when we broke up, it was suddenly like it all came back because it was like, oh my God, I'm alone. Yeah. I wasn't even used to spending a night in my bed alone, let alone like the empty weekends and the days and mm. the evenings. And so actually mine was a similar thing that I just started walking everywhere. So I started doing like, remember this is when I worked in Angel, but I used to walk to Angel once Whoa. or twice just because I just didn't want that time. Like when I would get yeah. up in the morning and be like, I'd wake up super early because I couldn't sleep because I was so miserable. And then I'd be like, I've got hours until I could go to the gym. So I'd be like, okay, I'll walk. It'll take me an hour. And I just started just like moving mm. my body more. Obviously, I've always been into the gym, but just things like, okay, not training hard because you don't want to think about yeah. it, but walking and letting yourself think and just mm. think think through the pain, basically. Yeah. Like, let yourself feel it. Because I used to train hard so that I didn't have time to think. And this was more like long, slow walk yeah. so that I don't have to. As that I, I and just, think and, and just kind of... To, to find that peace with yourself, to be on your own yeah. with your thoughts and not and learn not to bring yourself down. Yeah. Just to kind of be in peace with yourself. And the other things you said as well about like you reading books for yourself and stuff, mm. like that was when I first got into podcasts, when I started watching YouTube videos and reading. And I know they sound like digital things that would stimulate mm. you, but it's more about, again, giving myself things that were good for me. Yeah. Because before it was always like, when am I going to see him? This is the first time around. Like, uh, you know, everything around him and being a good girlfriend or him being a good boyfriend and just not actually think, what do I need for myself yeah. and my own growth? And so I think when you put yourself first, actually, it seems counterintuitive that when things are really shit, you think, okay, I need to get my shit together. I need to start working hard. I need to yeah. need to do, do things, like create actions. But actually, sometimes I think the best thing you can do is just literally put yourself be selfish yeah and do you know what? i was just i'm just having like a very intense debate in my head right now about i i thought that i changed from being a people pleaser like i stopped no i'm not saying i stopped caring but i say that i've i'm selective who opinions i appreciate and and stuff like that and i didn't realize that i was still pleasing my ego or all my patterns that I've gained from childhood I don't know where does it come from but I remember that for because I was thinking that okay for you you had this catalyst of and you had this this difficult relationship with in in romantic relationships for me it's very much I think now it comes down to relationship with myself that for some reason certain reasons I had very high expectations and I wanted to prove to also others. So it's maybe not just me, but as in like, but to my ego that I can do this, that I'm successful, that I can make it. I was talking, you know, I've always said that I'm a photographer and this is what I would do. So you don't fail and you push it. Um, but 
but I kind of exhausted myself to please myself. Yeah. And now, when I'm doing these things, as in yoga and stuff, I'm just doing it like if I would look after myself as a third person, mm-hmm. like an outsider. So it's not even the case of like people pleasing, but but just. I can't. I can't really explain it. Such an like an no, internal. But I really get it. Do you, you get it on two things? Because maybe you can verbalize it. Better firstly, because... what you said about it came from your own ego. I mm. get that so much because yes, I had the. I got into the relationship after three years of being very emotion emotionally sort of messed around and hurt through mm. the sort of not relationship, but something similar. But before that, I was speak, I was speaking to somebody on the weekend about my life and my childhood and why mm. I'm the way I am now. And I was like, I didn't realise until very recently that I was not very happy throughout my childhood. Mm. But I don't know why. I had everything I needed. But I used to wake up feeling sad and dreading every day. And now I wake up every day and feel happy or at least peaceful. Yeah. And I didn't realise that was normal until mm. now. And so I always wonder, what was it? It was. It came from within as well, mm. like some sort of ego. I still don't know exactly what it was. I don't know if it is normal and that all, all young people feel yeah. that way. But I really used to feel. I, I very don't know. I I didn't. Way. So I think it's not. Yeah. Not as in not every people. Only in hindsight do I realize that. Not every single day, but most days. Yeah. Hmm. As a child, when you don't have anything like response. Yeah. But, but so maybe a teenager. Maybe yeah. a teenager. But, but even then, like those problems are real. Like oh, that's why I never like I have a sister who's eight years younger than me. And, you know, when they come up to you and ask you about life problems in, like, okay, high school, in you know, secondary school, yeah. girls between, you know, problems between girls, and you would say, like, oh, come on, that's, like, secondary school, like, yeah. life's not there. But they realise, like, no, that's very real. real. Yeah. And for yeah. her, that's the biggest pain yeah. she can right now experience. So her pain is just as much big as mine in my situation. And then my own is just as much as someone who would five kids and a mortgage yeah so so I think this whole proving to ourselves thing is a is a big thing and that so it can sound like oh it's coming from the relationships and stuff but those were all a consequence of my outlook on myself Mm. or whatever it was that was making me unhappy and I did the same as you in terms of I have to be really successful because I need to know that I'm good enough yeah like I have to work in fashion and do have this really glamorous life that is in the you know like magazines because then I know I've made it and that I am everything that I thought I wasn't which wasn't like a glamorous you know attractive Mm. whatever type of person and then that's only when all of that let go that I could actually find what I really want to do which I found now and 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 also do you know what kind of what changed bigger thing is like right now I'm for myself and I don't know if it's gonna come across right or wrong but as in I used to do what I want what I thought I wanted I went from like a, a wanting and taking and I want to achieve a kind of perspective. Right now I'm coming from what I need to fulfill me. Yeah. So it's coming from like, um, like okay, then I need to do physical self-care, emotional health, you know, self-care, mental health self-care and I have to do the business the way I, I, I need to do it in order to fulfill me, not because my ego wants it in a certain way mm-hmm. and I have to... I don't know if that, no, that, that, that does, comes yeah. comes through um, right, but but yeah, it's coming coming from like a sometimes what you need like is a, not a, what you want. Yeah, it's like a, a need is, but it's like a not like a desperate need, but just like a, a genuine 
kind of something that that would empower my fulfillment yeah so something definitely shifted and I really want to redo the, the personality test but but I think every bigger shock positive or negative it should shake your personality and is there to and yeah. I think it's worth to kind of to do a self-check and it brings up the question of what is like a personality really because mm. I know we said about how before both of my personality types were extroverted yeah and now apparently introverted mm. and when I saw that again I was like that's not me like I've always been a person that loves to be around people yeah and you always say like oh you're more extroverted whatever but then I realized when I actually looked into it more and again through the life coaching qualification talks so much about the, mm. the extrovert versus introvert and I, I realized I didn't have the definition right at all yeah, and that I thought extrovert means you like being around people. You, you're a people person, and you, you get on with people. And introvert means you're shy and, and you're on like your people. own, and you just want to stay home. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's actually completely incorrect. And an introvert is somebody who refuels on energy or gets more energy back by being on their own. Yeah, and an extrovert is someone who feels energetic and gets energy back from being with other people yeah but it doesn't mean that if you're an introvert you can't get bubbly and fun and enjoy a good time out with people because that's why I used to think and I'm still confused because like for example when I'm training and I'm in the gym and then I've just finished my training and I've got half an hour to a client I'm always like oh god I'm feeling really knackered Mm. I don't know how I'm gonna get through this and then always halfway through the session I'm buzzing I'm full of energy so I gain their energy but then equally, at the end of the day, when I finish my clients and I go home, I am literally, mm. it's like everything that I gave to them has gone. Yeah. And I'm just like a deflated balloon. Sometimes I literally feel like I can't physically lift my body. But mm. it's not, I'm not physically tired because, yeah. I, but it's just emotionally. So I think it's, it's right that I have become more like this. I didn't used to feel like this when I was younger. But now I do need that time on my own to re-energize. So I think it's about... I guess why I wanted to mention this is because it's about stigmas of what we think. We spoke last time about extroverts. Do you have to be extroverted to be successful in a business? And it's about the stigmas of what we think we need to be or what different things say about us. But also, since I accepted, because again, what I said, I used to think that I was an extrovert and and that I was this public person. I have to be around people. That's what they like. That's what I like. And and then I had to realize that, no, I love being there, but I also love and have the I need to have the equal amount of time on my own yeah. and um but since I'm living by that and since I've been like so I've had like I'm not setting more than three meetings per week three four maybe um that's including personal private meetings and meet up with friends as well as clients mm-hmm. um and since then I'm much better I enjoy and love and can't wait to meet people because I got to the point last year when I was like trained I just don't I just I that's fine and I was there and I loved it but before that I had this like and after that I had this moment yeah because when I was there because I love what I do and I love being around people and they give me that that momentary um adrenaline but after that overall and it just kind of my overall energy just kind of went down my momentary was there yeah like a rush but the overall, it was just like using the backup energies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and since I've been living now accordingly, my energy and how I can how I can work that, I'm much better. And I can I feel that I'm much giving much more quality content and and ideas and the conversation is much better. I went on a networking event last week and, and I felt like 
I enjoy that I love talking about what I do. I loved connecting. I loved getting to know what other people do. Yeah. Um, but if I would have to do that every day, I wouldn't. And and I, I love what I do. And But this is the way I could love it. So I think it's really, really important to see what brings you joy. Yeah. Kondo. Yeah. Marie Kondo. But it's just like, yeah, just to, to make sure and be very aware of your energy levels and what drains and what fuels you and not to be confused by momentary adrenaline rushes. Yeah. And actually, that I listened to two different podcast episodes by two different people one was about negative people. Mm. The other one was about energy flows. And it's basically made me really realise that it's very small things that can take away energy yeah. that we don't always think about. And we don't put ourselves first, like you said, yeah. about what you've learned, about what you need. And I always think, I'm not the console personality anymore, <laughs> but I still value being polite and not hurting people's feelings, obviously, as well. But simple things like when you when you say to someone how are you today they can respond like yeah I'm good how are you or actually I'm not that good something's mm. happened or they can just be like yeah I'm fine yeah and it's the third that it is strange you mind. to me when I hear someone say that I feel my body deflate like I actually and I used to think that's a problem with me and that I shouldn't mm. let people become sort of codependency they shouldn't let that happen and what they're feeling is fine yeah and it's nothing to do with me but I've realised through this research and through listening to other things that it's a normal human reaction. We take and give energy from each other. Yeah. And when somebody sort of, if you, you know, if you have a problem and you say, actually, I'm feeling this, that doesn't take away my energy. Yeah. It's the, that literal, like, body language mm. and the way of speaking, the sigh and everything that takes. I mean, the more it's like, I have way too much going on and I'm really knackered, but I want you to figure that out. So yeah. people who they because they don't tell you directly. Maybe? So, so so I think like I don't think they that don't they, 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 yeah they, they don't work, yeah. don't do it consciously or not everyone does yeah um but just think who wants your energy like literally on a like it's like a request give me your energy because I'm here I'm in pain but I need you to you know dig to my wall and find out and scrape it out of me and then talk about it and solve it for me please. Yeah, that's, that's in a big sign because if someone's just like, yeah, these are what I'm going through. What do you think? Then you're like, okay, I just have to read this yeah. and I have to tell my thoughts, but I don't have to kind of bring it out of you yeah. and identify it. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's very, it's very true. So yeah, or, or like, or, or even if someone says, you know, like, um, I'm very closed off. I'd like to talk about it, but I feel like I'm, I'm just very have a thick wall and and it's really difficult for me to talk yeah. about it but I'd like to yeah then you already have something to start with but yeah. with this side it's just like okay now I have to figure out what they think what they want how they want it yeah and there's just an energy that yeah I think it's like I think there's, there's different levels of people I don't even know yeah because I don't think that everyone does it on purpose no, but no, they're def- I think what I've realized is it's actually entirely unintentional mm. And that's why I used to feel guilty and feel this sense of, but what I've realised is you have to, again, individual responsibility is seen as something sometimes that is very selfish and is about not community and stuff, but actually it starts from number one. Yeah. Like you can't help a community if you are at 50%, like mm. you've realised. Yeah. And I've realised as well. So if that per- if people are like that and that's their energy flow, then you need to protect your energy as much as you can yeah. and then when you're in a position that you can help that person if they want your help yeah you can it's help kind, them this to kind realize. of codependency isn't yeah. it it's a part of that that 
you trust them that that they can solve that problem on their own. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's a big part. And, of and if yeah. they ask you your help, and this is why I need to, you know, can you help me with this? Yeah. Then you're there and you help them, but you don't have to figure out for them. And so I think you've got to expect that from people as well. That like, I know I do this. That if somebody does reply to me in this way and sort of goes, yeah, and just like that, mm. I feel that I can't. I want to walk away and say, okay, like, okay, good. But I can't because mm. I feel like I'm a bad, like, it, again, it's some sort of insecurity that I need to prove that I'm a good person or something. But for that, that makes me a bad person to leave the situation mm. that way. But what we actually have to do is not, it's not one of either, I think. It's not like cut that person out or yeah. stand there and figure it out for an hour. It is, okay, take their answer as what they're telling you. Because, you know, we say, yeah. like, people tell you what they need but we don't listen. Like quite often mm. people will actually tell us what it is and we don't listen. And so in this case, okay, you get the sense that that's not the case, but they've told you, yeah, I'm fine. So you go. And when they're ready to tell you, I'm not fine, I want to talk. Yeah. Then you can talk. Yeah. No, I agree. And this, this kind of ties in with COVID. So that was for me the first thing, step for my very practical um, kind of spiritual, healthier journey when I got rid of codependency. Yeah, just, uh, I think I think so many people don't realize it I think how much so it many of us have it. I, th- I would say almost all of us Everyone, have it naturally. Yeah, I think, I think so. how you how you've been brought up. Yeah, um, it pushes. So anyone who's interested, just kind of look it up and just read a little bit because I think you're going to get hooked. I would highly recommend the new codependency by Melody Beatty. Yeah. Oh, good. Because yesterday I was I talking to my friend and I was going to um, suggest it by couldn't remember because oh, what yeah. I have is um, a Hungarian one. Oh, this one. So sorry, I can't really recommend that to you. <laughs> <laughs> Forgetting that we're recording my yawns. Yes. Yeah, so, um, well, that was that interesting. Was, as and, always, I feel like we end every episode now being like, I don't really know what, what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really so. I'm, I'm going to try and do the the personality test, oh, yeah. and and then maybe we can do another episode on that. And I think we touched on little bit last week um or previous episode about i'm gonna go through the life coach as well so there's loads of changes coming up and yeah really hope you can report on that you've got quite a few exciting stuff coming yes um i just can't wait to get my qualifications all wrapped up yeah it's kind of, it's such an interesting i just can't wait for this year i feel like it's a load of for, for me personally, and, and I think it's for you as well, to kind of let go of loads of things from past year and, and from the past. And it's like a very strong, clean slate. Yeah. Like, I feel it as well. I do, yeah. But, I think um, so much has changed in the last year. Mm, like, I think with, it's, it's so, so, so sometimes, and that's why I felt that I was changing, but I was still doing, as in routine-wise, and or the perception, what you thought of yourself. Like I was living my life based on that rather than actually realizing who I was. Yeah. So if you feel like you're going through a change, then it might you know worth to kind of take a step back and just really reevaluate how you live and that's that's fulfilling you perfectly. Yeah. And if you start the don't be scared to let go of it. Because it can be scary, let go of all routines and I think just scared, don't be scared of change. Mm. Like I was scared by my personality type somehow. Yeah. But or even if you, or just be scared, but do it anyway. Oh yeah, that's that's the truth, yeah. <laughs> let's not pretend <laughs> just, that we're not Yeah, scared. that's what I'm saying. That's not bullshit. Yeah, I still feel sometimes anxious a little bit, but then now I have a really good thinking, you know, way of thinking to, and have this mantra of like, I'm scared, 
that's okay because I'll be okay regardless. And fear is just yeah. energy showing that it's important. Mm. And 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 you know, it's not like it still comes up, but it's just how quickly you let go yeah. of it. It doesn't it doesn't mean that. I think maybe I really hope to get to that point one day when it doesn't even show up and doesn't even think about it. But for now, I kind of accept that it comes, but I just have to let it go. See, this is for another episode, but I would say that we need the fear and that think? it should never go. And the same mm. with nervousness is that I've, I was researching it and it's just, you know how we just gain energy? Yeah. So when you're nervous and I think when you're scared, it's basically your body producing more energy because it knows that what is coming. So if you've got yeah. a driving test, an exam, whatever, what is coming is important. So your body's like, okay, I'm producing all the energy for it. And then it comes out. Well, in... let's look at another episode. Because then yeah. also I think that nervousness and because like for me, a part of me, when I'm, I'm thinking very positively about finances and everything, and when I had and I was scared about like proper like fear, uh, yeah, yeah, that numbed me. Well, and and, dra- and, and, dragged, well, yeah. and dragged me down to a dark place. That's true. That's Although, true. well, I know what you mean about that nervousness, yeah. kind of that kind of just pushes you and fires you up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's a fine line, but it's interesting. Yeah, you can yeah, right. talk about well, it. Yeah, we'll do that in another one. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we should be like <laughs> chewing your ear out again. Um, so see you guys next week. Yes. And if you have any questions or anything that you would like us to talk about, oh yeah, then slide into our DMs. They will be in the show notes. If you don't already know them, then judging you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then. <laughs> Goodbye. See you next week. Bye.